It's Pizza Friday on the farm, and I've got my friends coming over for dinner. So I get to make two pizzas. My squash and ricotta pizza, topped generously with arugula for a crisp and peppery kick, and my hearty sausage and kale deep dish. One pizza is never enough. I'll lighten things up with my chickpea pizza parlor salad and a crudite platter with my homemade yogurt ranch dip. And for a sweet finish, my nutty chocolate chip cookie cake. The more chocolate, the better. I hope they come hungry. Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. For my pizza night dessert, I am making my nutty chocolate chip cookie cake with buttercream frosting. It's chewy and dense, and it's so easy. I'll just whip up a cookie dough, bake it, and then decorate it with frosting. To get started, I'm gonna mix up my flours. I'm using a cup of almond flour and a cup of hazelnut flour. And there's no actual wheat flour in this. This is a recipe that I first started making around Passover when you can't have flour. But this cookie cake was so good that I just kept on making it after Passover. Mmm, I love hazelnuts. A lot of natural grocery stores will have hazelnut flour, but if you can't find it, you could just buy whole hazelnuts and grind them up. And now we'll add a half cup each of white sugar and brown sugar. And brown sugar will give it that signature caramelly chocolate chip cookie flavor. And then I'm gonna add some salt and a little bit of baking soda. And I'll whisk this together. And then I'm gonna bind this all together with an egg. I'll add my egg into the same bowl. What makes this recipe unique is that there's no oil or butter. It's all held together with egg and it just works. And I'm gonna flavor it with some vanilla extract and some almond extract, which will amplify that nuttiness. Now it's gonna seem like there isn't enough liquid to make all of these dry ingredients come together, but just keep mixing and it'll eventually come together into a dough. People really appreciate this cookie cake during Passover because the texture is really unique. The chewiness of this just makes this cake addictive. It's pretty thick and crumbly at this point, but again, once it bakes, it'll all make sense. And now I'll add my chocolate chips. I'm adding a half cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips. And I'll save a few to add on top of the cake as well. And I'm gonna mix these in and that's it. This is the one bowl wonder. And now I'll press this out into my cake pan and then it'll be ready to bake. This is just an eight inch cake pan that's been greased and lined on the bottom with parchment so that it doesn't stick. I'll use my hands to pat this out evenly. When this cookie's finished, I'm gonna slice it into wedges just as if it were a pizza. And I love eating cookies that way because you get mostly innards and really crispy crust. I'm gonna top it with a few more chocolate chips so that those can peek through. The more chocolate, the better. And a little sprinkle of salt because chocolate chip cookies with salt are the best. And now this is ready to bake. I'm gonna bake this at 350 for 20 to 22 minutes until it's golden brown on top. And don't worry, it will sink in the center, but that's supposed to happen. That cookie is looking good. The edges are golden. It smells delightful. I'll let this cool while I make my buttercream frosting. I've got my butter softening. I'll add it to my big bowl. I'll start with about one cup of powdered sugar per stick of butter. 
and then I'll add more if I feel like the frosting needs it. I'll add a good pinch of salt and some vanilla extract. And I'm also gonna add a couple tablespoons of heavy cream to make it even creamier and luscious. And then I'll just mix this to combine. Okay, I'm just gonna taste it to make sure it's all ready. Mmm, it's sweet and buttery. This is gonna go so well on my cake. I'll put my cookie on a plate. By now my cake tan is cooled. The only bad part about cookie cakes is that you can't sneak a taste, otherwise everybody's gonna know. Okay, I'll divide my frosting into four bowls, and then I'll add some food coloring to each of them. Gold, tulip red, green, and Wedgwood, blue. And then when I mix them up, I try to use as few spoons as possible. So I strategically mix them in an order. So I'll start with the lightest color, my yellow, and then I'll go to the green and then to the blue, and then red's kind of a wild card. So I might have to pull out a second spoon for that. I'll put them into piping bags, and then it's time to decorate. One very important rule that I have for entertaining is that there must be a nosh on the table ready to go when guests arrive. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. So tonight I'm doing a simple crudite platter with my yogurt ranch and it'll be great because it'll allow them to save room for pizza. So the first thing I'll do is I'll mix up my ranch seasoning. A teaspoon of garlic powder, a teaspoon of onion powder, two teaspoons of dried parsley, Mmm, -hmm. I'm smelling it already. A teaspoon of dried basil, a teaspoon of dried thyme, a teaspoon of sugar for a hint of sweetness, and some black pepper. And that's it. So now I'll grab my Greek yogurt. This is plain whole milk Greek yogurt. It's a great texture for a dip. I'll just plop some into my serving bowl, add some of my magic seasoning mix. And I usually just eyeball it and mix it up to taste. And then I'll also season it with salt and I'll mix it up. And that's it, like the easiest dip ever. Okay, I'll taste it to make sure there's enough seasoning. Mmm, it's super fresh. I love that hit of sweetness in there. It's just really nice and herby. It's gonna go great with some fresh veggies. Now I don't want my friends filling up on appetizers before we eat pizza. So these vegetables are a safe option. I'll just put my ranch here. And I like seasoning my crudite with some flaky salt. Yum. And black pepper. And that is a pretty crudite platter. When I'm having big hearty pizzas, I have to have a crisp salad to balance them out and my pizza parlor salad with crispy ranch chickpeas does just the trick. I have two cans of chickpeas that I've rinsed here, and I'm gonna dry them really well to help get them extra crispy in the oven. I'll blot them dry. And now I'll toss these with some olive oil and salt. I'll give them a toss to get them all coated in olive oil. And now I'm gonna bake them at 350 for 45 to 50 minutes until they're golden brown and crispy on the outside. And meanwhile, I'll grab the rest of my salad ingredients. This salad has so many of my favorite ingredients, like salami and cheese, black olives and tomatoes and red onion. It's gonna be so colorful. And it's all going on a bed of crunchy romaine. I usually like putting my salad directly on my pizza in the same way that putting lettuce on a sandwich makes sense. 
So normally when I order salad at a pizza parlor, I order it with my pizza so that I can just put it right on top. Nick thinks it's weird. And then I'll add it to a big serving bowl. And now I'll chop up some cherry tomatoes. I'm gonna have these. I love cherry tomatoes because of how sweet they are. They're almost like candy. I'll add these to the top of my lettuce. And I'm gonna pile the topping separately all around the bowl. It's gonna look gorgeous. Next, I'll chop up half a red onion. I'll add these on top of the romaine. Now I'm gonna slice up some salami, which might be my favorite meat ever because it's so salty and good. And I'll add it to the top of my salad, piling it on. No such thing as too much salami. Now I'll top with my mozzarella. Mm-mm-mm. What's -mm. <laughs> that? It's pizza night. You can go crazy on pizza night. Okay, my chickpeas are golden. They've shrunken down in size and they smell really nutty. At this point, they might still be a little chewy, but as they cool, they'll crisp up. Now I'm gonna jazz them up with my ranch seasoning. And this is the same ranch seasoning I used with my dip for my crudite. It's super versatile, especially with this salad. So I'll add about a tablespoon of this and then I'll toss it all together. I have to give it a taste. Mmm, they are nutty and they taste like ranch. They're gonna be so good on this salad, but I wanna let them cool first because then they'll get extra crispy. Now I'll whip up a really simple vinaigrette, which is kind of the hallmark of a pizza parlor salad. It's always got some oregano. I'll add a little bit of sugar, some red wine vinegar, and olive oil. And then I'll shake it up to combine. And that's it. How easy was that? All right, my chickpeas have cooled. I'll add them to the top of my salad, right in the middle, because they'll be the star of the show. And then I'll dress this table side. One of the traditions that I proudly brought to the farm is that every Friday night, we eat pizza. I have some friends coming over later, so I'm making two pizzas that are loaded with fun toppings. My sausage and kale and squash and ricotta are not your average pies. The first pizza I'm making is my sausage and kale pizza. I have some ground sausage browning up in my pan. From all that browns, I'll chop up some garlic. And I like nice big slices of garlic. A mouthful of garlic on pizza is good. And it'll kind of mellow out in the oven too. And now I will grab my pizza dough. My go-to pizza dough is really easy to come together and it's so versatile that you can use it for most pizzas, including the two that I'm making today. It just requires a few simple ingredients and it doesn't even need to be kneaded, but it requires a lot of time. So I've given it about 24 hours to rise this is just flour, yeast, and salt combined in a deep bowl. I'll add some water to bring it together into a dough, then cover it and let it sit overnight. I'll dust my work surface with flour. I'll pat the pizza dough out with my fingertips, keeping it on the thicker side, and the dimples from my fingertips will catch some of the olive oil. Okay, this is looking great. My dough is about 10 inches in diameter. I'm gonna continue to pat it out once I get it into my pan, but first I'm gonna assemble the rest of my toppings. I've got some shredded mozzarella, some Parmesan, and kale. 
Now I'm gonna assemble my pizza in a cast iron pan that's been preheating, and that's gonna help get a really crispy crust on the bottom. Be careful because this is so hot. Anytime I have a handle that's been in the oven, I immediately cover it with a towel so that I don't accidentally grab it. I'm gonna cover the bottom of this pan with a healthy layer of olive oil, and that's gonna almost fry the bottom of the crust. And now I'll transfer my dough to the pan, very carefully. <gasps> you can hear the sizzle. I'm pressing it all the way to the edges. I'm using my spatula to help me just so I don't burn my fingers. I'm gonna add another drizzle of olive oil to the top of the pizza. And I'll start with my pizza sauce. I use store-bought, any red sauce will do. I could eat pizza every single day, I think for three meals a day. And I'm spreading the pizza toppings almost all the way to the edge because as the pizza dough cooks, it's gonna puff up and the crust is gonna get thicker. All right, there's a nice even layer of pizza sauce all over. Now I'm gonna add some kale. This is chopped curly kale, and I love how it crisps up in the oven. It almost feels like eating kale chips on top of pizza. And kale cooks down a lot, so I'm gonna pile it on. Now a drizzle of olive oil on top of the kale will help it get crispy in the oven. And I'll also season it with salt and pepper. I'll sprinkle my sliced garlic all over. Next, I'll add my sausage. I love a meaty pie. A little bit over here. Next, I'll add my cheese. I'm adding the cheese on top because it helps prevent the kale from burning and also the fat from the cheese helps the kale crisp up. It melts down in the oven, so just like the kale, I add more than I think I'm gonna need. And now I'll add some Parmesan for that good salty snap. I'm gonna allow this to go all the way to the edge because that will get crispy on the crust. Next, I'm gonna add some fresh thyme. Now, one thing I almost always add to my pizzas is lemon zest. And this will just brighten the whole thing up and make all of the flavors that are on this pizza taste even better. Okay, now lastly, I'm gonna finish it with a little heat, some crushed red pepper. This looks heavenly. Now I'm gonna get this in the oven for 18 to 20 minutes at 500 degrees. On one of my first dates with Nick, we made this squash and ricotta pizza that has a lovely subtle sweetness from butternut squash and caramelized onions. It was probably at around midnight because we had just gone on a bike ride and I got ambitious and wanted to make the ricotta from scratch. We made the dough from scratch. It took us forever to make. It probably wasn't finished until 2 a.m., but we were young and in love and that time just flew by. The dough's looking great, now it's time for my toppings. When I have an excuse to make more than one pizza, I like making them really different. So the sausage is meaty and hearty, and this one's gonna be colorful and slightly sweet. I'm building the pizza on parchment paper so that it doesn't stick, and it also makes for a super easy transfer to the oven. I'll start with some onions that have been caramelized with sage and olive oil. I'll add a few dollops of ricotta cheese, some sprinkles of Parmesan, and then shaved butternut squash that's been tossed with olive oil, and then I'll season it with salt and pepper. I'm using a preheated clay pizza stone here for maximum crispiness, and I'll bake that at 500 degrees for about eight minutes until the crust is golden. This sausage and kale pizza looks amazing. The edges are crispy and the cheese is melty and golden. I can't wait to eat this.
Yum, this looks so good. Is that a homemade ranch? What mm. is it? It's yogurt ranch. Yum. Yum. Is it salad, darling? Yes, please. These chickpeas are outrageous. Ooh, nice. This oh, is thanks. Best looking food I've ever seen. Okay, I'm making your second pizza. This is squash and ricotta, and I'm topping it with arugula because mm. balance. Yum. Yum. And some lemon. So I'll get a few shavings of some Parmesan. Oh, that looks good. Mm -hmm. A couple of turns of black pepper, and then this will be ready. Okay, I'm bringing this over. Here's oh, this second pizza. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yum. It's so pretty. It's a salad pizza, it so it's healthy. So I need to eat my way through this plate oh, before I can try your second pizza here. I'm just doubling up. I'm just, yeah, yeah I'm just going in for it. Pizza pile. Mm-hmm. This is so thin. See, they're so different. Mm -hmm. And it's the same mm -hmm. goat. Mm -hmm. So good. I just love them both. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the chickpeas add such a crunch to the salad. Yeah, they're crispy ranch chickpeas. Oh my gosh. They are so good. Mm -hmm. It's like a crouton, but way better. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. Happy Pizza Friday, you guys. Ready for the weekend. <laughs> Do you guys have any room? What do you have? Always. I need a cookie cake. <laughs> what? Yes! Oh! That is adorable. Is that chocolate chips in there? Yeah, it's chocolate chip with hazelnuts and almonds. Yum. Yum. And frosting, obviously. And sprinkles, obvi. That's a good cookie. Thank you. I like how it's still soft, like yeah. it's chewy. Thank you. We'll be back next Friday. Yeah, we'll be here. Okay. <laughs>